to The Upward Way, the podcast that assists the navigation of life with biblical insights from a Christian counselor. I'm your host, Steve Harness. Life is a journey, and we can find God's best for our lives. Each podcast, we take a question from our listening audience and answer two basic questions. What does the Bible say about this? And what does this mean for me? Together, let's discover the upward way. Hello and welcome to episode two of the upward way. Okay, the question of today is, my toddler is out of control and I'm exhausted from chasing him around and telling him no. This mother asks, what can I do? So because this is a very um, complex thing of parenting, we are going to give several verses, and after each verse, we will give the application. So what does the Bible say about how we can have help with these toddlers of ours? All right. So the first idea to give or to think about is to foster a Christian environment. I find it interesting that in Matthew 21, verses 15 and 16, When a chief priest and scribe saw the wonderful things that he did, speaking of Jesus, and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased, and said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have you never read, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? And what's interesting about this verse, Natalie, is that the the scribes and priests, they were upset of what they, the children were saying about Jesus, but the, the children knew who Jesus was. That tells me something, that our kids can know who Jesus is. No matter your background, no matter what kind of religious upbringing or non-religious upbringing that you had, your kids can know that there is a God in heaven and that your family loves them. Uh, loves him. And so fostering a Christian environment is something that is absolutely possible. So if the child is out of control, you want to start with first, let's make a Christian environment. Let's let our kids know that this is a Christian home and we have Christian values. That brings us to the second truth, which is to focus on Christian expectations. Have you ever seen an ugly child? I'm not talking about a child that is physically unattractive. I'm talking about someone who is acting ugly. Sometimes in our home, we use that term, you know, we don't have that ugly attitude and uh, we don't want to look that way or sound that way because it's not pleasing to God. It's ugly. Proverbs 1 verse 8 says, My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. So you think about when a person gets ready for the day, maybe they put jewelry on. An ornament of grace to your head and chains around your neck is when a person is listening to the instructions, a child is listening to the instructions of a father and a mother. I love the imagery in that uh, passage there. So think about this. Relational and social beauty are taught when a child is young. What you allow the child to do and say at age two is critical to the character development of the child for the rest of his or her life. And so relational and social beauty. Children who are toddlers 
and they, they don't have as much guidance perhaps, and you allow them to be ugly, I'm talking about they're yelling and screaming, and, and you're not disciplining that. And I don't think that that ugliness is cute. Maybe you know an example of a child yelling in Walmart or at a restaurant screaming, and somebody looks and says something like, oh, isn't that cute? And the child's sinning, or they're you know hitting somebody or, or taking something or doing something that they know is wrong, and someone says, oh, it's cute because of an expression on their face. It's not cute. It's, ab it's absolutely ugly, and it's wrong. And if you allow things like that, if you allow, allow ugly in your home at ages 2, 3, and 4, you'll have ugly in your home at 7, 8, 9, and 10, and especially by the time they get to those teenage years. And so uh, really teach relational and social beauty early and often. Uh, children who are toddlers that do not have consistent parenting are more prone to be a handful later in childhood. For example, children who are passed around from adult to adult, from sitters to a family person to other people, they, they have a sense of insecurity because of that. They don't have something that's stable every day, that's constant every day. They learn very quickly to test the limits more often. They look for buttons to push. And so I encourage you to look for beauty in your children, have some consistency there so that they won't be uh, ugly. And parents don't tolerate ugly, encourage beauty. You know, look at me when I'm talking. Uh, immediately do what I'm saying. If you teach that, you don't have to say those things. If you teach that early enough. And so no tantrums would be tolerated. Parents, you need to be the boss. And crying children or pouting children or kids that are fighting, you need to let them know that's just not acceptable. That's not our expectation. We want to focus on Christian expectations because rebellion is not cute. For every no then... There should be a yes. This is our third truth for today. For every no, there should be a yes. Instead of saying no, 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 like the parent expressed, I keep saying no to my child. What, what do I do about this? The replacement principle works for every life stage. And Romans 13, 12 says, The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. So put off darkness, put on light. That's the replacement principle. There's several other passages that talk about that as well. Here's what it could look like. We don't play like that, but here's how we play. No, we don't use words like that, but here are words that we do use and say. So, friends, I encourage you and parents, whenever your child's saying or doing something, don't just say no and leave it at that. That's not good enough. Make sure you give an alternative. This is the positive way to do this. This is the right way to do this. This is how God would have us to say, to do, and to be. And then finally this, be consistent. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Training, that word training, is a form of aiming. Kind of like when you have a bow and arrow, and you aim that arrow. The Bible speaks about children as being uh, arrows and our quivers are to be full of these arrows and so we point them in the way that we want them to go so when you train you are aiming them no means that as you teach it means no and you should not have to repeat it several times yes a positive command like eat this or come here or play nice it should be done immediately because delayed obedience 
is disobedience. And I encourage every person listening that this takes time. You cannot be absent in the toddler years. They need consistent training in every single day from you, the parent. No one can take your place when it comes to training your toddlers. And as we know, training toddlers is not for the faint-hearted. Right. <laughs> We've done it. Right. <laughs> but like I have said before, if a dog can be trained, children are much smarter than dogs, and children can be trained too. And I just encourage all the mamas out there with little ones that train at home. If there's something you don't want them to do in public, train it at home so that way they can do a good job at it than when you're in public. Right, then things will go a little bit better. And we're not we're not training, that brings up a good point. We're not training to impress people. We're training to honor God. And so that, that always begins at home. And I like your dog illustration. I almost typed that up. But, uh, you know, a lot of people will take better care to train their dogs than they do their kids. And I encourage you, don't fall for that. You, If you have ever trained a dog or animal or anything, you need to put so much more effort into training your kids it's an everyday thing you can't take a day off and you've got to be there you got to be consistent if you say yes it's got to be a yes you can't negotiate especially with a two-year-old you can't negotiate these things you got to be the boss and uh, be consistent with it so you brought out some good good points and I'd like to say I've learned a lot of good things from Natalie she's uh, modeled these principles very well and I'm thankful for that and it does take a lot of effort but it's definitely worth it when they're older right so keep it up mamas it'll pay off Thanks for listening today. If today's episode has been a help to you, please give us a five-star rating and post a positive review about the program. We would love to answer your questions too. Just go to wiltonbaptistchurch.com slash radio. That's wiltonbaptistchurch.com slash radio to submit your question. Thanks for listening today. Let's choose the upward way.